So the city of Los Angeles, in its geniusness, it went ahead and implemented a, a massive tax on not just, not just upper end real estate in the city of Los Angeles, but some pretty average homes too. Cause five million bucks doesn't exactly get you a mansion in LA anymore. In a lot of West Coast cities, five million bucks is not that great amount of a money. I'm a real estate, I'm a real estate guy. You know, this is, this is, this is what I talk about. So April one, new tax came in. Whole bunch of people, whole bunch of celebrities put their homes in the market, including Mark Wahlberg and Brad Pitt. And so if you saw all those news stories of all those celebrities trying to get their house in the market, trying to get it sold in spring, this is why. Because the numbers are incredible. So, and, and not in a good way. You're going to tax how much? You know, we talk about the doom loop creating a situation where you either got to cut services or increase taxes because your tax base is disappearing, right? Tax base is not there. Here's LA spending $17 billion on homelessness. Homelessness goes up 10%. They say, well, imagine what it would have been if we wouldn't have spent that $17 billion with a B large. I'm like, yeah, imagine. Pro- probably about the same. I, I don't know. Doesn't seem like there's been that much of a change when your homelessness goes up 10%. Let's get into this one, the new mansion tax. How are wealthiest residents of LA, how are they avoiding it, right? Because you got money, you're going to avoid stuff, right? Let's get into it. Here we go. I've been following the wealth tax for a little bit, but I haven't seen enough articles that uh, indicate to me, all right, this is concrete. This is how the market is reacting. But I've got a couple here that we're we're going to go through. Los Angeles had a notorious crisis with homelessness has a notorious uh, crisis with homelessness, and the city tried several desperate measures in order to address the problem. Oh, you mean involuntarily putting people in drug treatment like that? Oh, no? Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) One of those methods has been implementing a tax on sales of expensive homes, the so-called mansion tax. It imposes a 4% tax on properties listed between 5 million and 10 million. Above that price, the tax increases to 5.5%. So zero to 5 million is a 0.45 tax. That still stays in place. So your 0.45 on top of your 5.5, it's essentially 5.95, almost 6% on that upper end one. The lower one is 4. I think four or five. So, you know, you see, you've got another extra half percent, an almost 6% sales tax on upper end real estate. That is incredible. You're talking excise tax. These numbers are enormous, enormous. You sell, take, for instance, you sell a $10 million home, which, which in LA, eh, I mean, it's a nice home. It's probably a nice setting. But it's not, it's not a mega mansion. It's not anything probably that nice. It's not that extreme. It's just a nice home, right? It probably got some views. Maybe it's been updated. Maybe it's got its own little selling. You sell a home for 10 million at this rate. Yeah. Call it 10.5. Let's just cut no above. Okay. Above 10, 10 million. Yeah. Let's call it, let's call it 10 million and one bucks for, for argument's sake. You're going to pay almost 600 grand. In sales tax. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think people are not going to be selling these mansions based on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, and purchasing of new homes 
I mean, you know, people are going to be like, I don't, I don't, I, no, not really. I don't think so. Only people that are going to be, you know, selling homes are the ones that have to, because they're going to have to figure out, all right, is the market strong enough right now to take that 6% whack? Do I want to incur that 6% whack? Probably not. I mean, you know, really rich people that have really rich homes, they have financial advisors that tell them, all right, this is the strategy. For one, a lot of people conducted their high-end real estate sales in the months before the tax took effect on April 1st. We're talking about how the wealthy are trying to avoid this. Los Angeles Times reported that stars like Brad Pitt and Mark Wahlberg, I like Brad Pitt and Mark Wahlberg. I think they're great actors. Brad Pitt took such a beat down in his divorce. And Mark Wahlberg, that guy just hustles, right? Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, can you go wrong with that? No. They were among those who made such deals. Both celebrities didn't give the Post comment on these reports because they're making movies. For other deals, real estate agents even resorted to throwing in free luxury cars in an effort to get deals closed in time. All right, we're going to give you a $100,000 car because we're going to avoid a $400,000 sales tax bill at the end of this bad boy. Right? That's not a, not a terrible idea. Another way the law is circumvented is by listing the home at a price slightly lower below the threshold of the law. Okay, see, you got to work that out, but that's based on the house just happening to be in that narrow range, right? Danielle Reblins, an agent with Compass Real Estate, told the Post that she intentionally listed a Venice Beach home for only 4.99 and change with the new tax in mind. All right, but say the house is worth $6 million. You know, are you going to drop it to 499? No, obviously not. So this, yeah, this works. So you shave 50 grand off. Say you shave a hundred grand. All right. Yeah, that makes sense to get it under that threshold. So you don't incur the new tax. You don't trigger that, that uh, threshold. That property is worth a little more. She told the paper, but if we listed it at five, two, they would have to pay 200 grand in taxes. Now, a little bit more than that. Other ways people avoid the tax, including breaking up properties into lots or dividing a property between two spouses who are able to sell their shares separately. Okay. All right. So you then you've got some kind of corporation, correct? So, but you know, not all ownership goes like that. Those are strategies that most people wouldn't be able to do. Breaking properties up into lots. Okay. That's if it's subdividable. You got to have that, right? It's got to be a physical and a legal reality. Eh, that's just not. So most people are just going to take the beat down. All right. Your house is worth this. You put it on the market. Here's what it's going to do. The measures critics have argued that it's counterproductive because the city is losing out on transfer tax revenue. What? What do you mean? People aren't going to sell? Oh. Oh, as sales of expensive properties have fallen since the law was implemented, like off a cliff, off a cliff. The numbers are just like, oh, yeah, okay, that market slowed down. Additionally, the credits argue that a $5 million home may not be a mansion in LA these days. It's com it's a completely ridiculous tax, Revlin said. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Isn't that kind of, isn't that kind of reach out to you? You're like, okay, you're going to tax the heck out of everything. 6% on 10 million and over. That's a massive tax. People are going to go elsewhere. 
That's what the market does. You shove them elsewhere, they will go. They don't even need that kick in the rear end, right? They're like, oh God, that's my tax bill for the sale of that. The net proceeds to seller. Those are about 600 grand less than I was thinking. That's not good. Uh, honey, let's not sell the home. Let's just go to France for a while and let's just let this the whole thing blow over. Right? <laughs> now, Italy. I think everybody's going to Italy right now, right? Italy in summer. It's warm there. A lot going on. Peter Dreyer, a professor of urban and environmental policy at Occidental College, told the Post that 98% of the homeowners in LA won't feel this at all. I don't know. Five million? I, I say I say a lot of folks feel this. I mean, not 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 like in Seattle. We don't have that many homes. We've got a handful that are in that price range. We've probably got we've got ones that compete with California for sure, but only a few. Whereas you've got an entire coastline down in California where you've got that going on. And the ones who feel it can afford to pay it. He also said the luxury car giveaway by agents was the ultimate in selfishness. No, it wasn't. It was smart planning, you dolt. That's just smart. All right, give away that car, avoid the tax, we're all good. Describing it as giving away a luxury car to avoid a tax that will help people that sleep in their car. Okay, yes, there are people sleeping in their car, but LA has just made it an entire lifestyle. Look at Skid Row. Look at Skid Row. What an absolute embarrassment. I mean, you can't say that it's anything but an absolute wasteland embarrassment. And so you want to take hard-earned equity on the upper-end portion of the real estate market and dump that to people making choices to live a lifestyle of drugs? That That's what you want to do? And you already spent $17 billion and it got worse by 10% just last year? Yeah, it's, it, it, it just seems ridiculous, doesn't it? It does to me. Now, a $5 million home and a $10 million home, you might say, Sean, you are, you know, you're off your rocker. That's incredible amounts of money. And it is in and of itself. But real estate has gotten so expensive that, you know, 10 million bucks isn't that much anymore. Russell Wilson's home here in uh, Seattle. Man, Russell Wilson just went to Denver and things collapsed for him, didn't they? Things just went sideways. He just had a $2 million price drop on his you know, mansion. And it's not really even a mansion. It's just waterfront on Lake Washington. Drive by it on my boat fairly often. And um, he just had a $2 million drop, I think, from $26 million down to $24. It's not going anywhere. That's just a crap ton of money. $24 million. But $5 million? $5 million even here in Seattle, is not that big of a new construction, you know, spec home. That's not, it's not crazy numbers. Anywhere three, four, five, those are not mansions. And that's here in Seattle. And in certain neighborhoods in LA, you know, your pricing is way higher, just, you know, on average. So yeah, we're talking about big chunks of money, but this is also the market now, right? I mean, this is just... There's so many people with money that have congregated to these areas, but what's it going to do with LA? Well, it's going to put a little, it's going to put a little, you know, tailspin on that for sure. Let's get into it. Let's, let's talk about this one. The sale of two relatively small Los Angeles properties, commercial properties in generating is generating buzz among real estate professionals for the transaction novelty. The deal was among the first to trade hands under the city's new mansion tax. 
Developer Landmark Properties based in Athens, Georgia, bought two multifamily parcels at 504 Glenrock Avenue near University, California, Los Angeles, for a combined $12.75 million earlier this month. According to public records, the transaction, though relatively minor in LA's multi-billion dollar commercial property industry, that is small, 1275 is providing insight into how buyers and sellers are reacting to the city's new real estate levy on taxes on properties, both commercial and residential selling above. Yeah, this is not, this is not just residential. This is commercial as well. So those commercial hundred million dollars, I mean, where you're going to pay six million in excise tax, insane. Now you might say, well, if you got that, then you can afford it. Everything, every component of real estate has a purpose. And if you have a massive tax on it, then it's going to shoo people away from, you know, doing development deals in that area, unless they can figure out a way to bundle that tax up and just go. So your prices are just probably going to go up, right? But on commercial real estate, not huge demand for that right now. It's actually going the other way, right? People trying to get out of commercial real estate. The tax is already having visible impl implications for America's second largest city. Some of the nation's most valuable homes, offices, malls, are more, and more are located. After taking effect in April, only a handful of commercial and residential properties have sold for more than $5 bucks. An unusual freeze in what was normally one of the world's most bustling real estate transaction markets. So... You know, what, what you've got here is just one more tax in the, in the state of California, pushing people away from, from wanting to live there and particularly in Los Angeles. So people in wealthy, wealthy communities are going to go, you want me to pay 600 grand on that 10 million, you know, dollar sale? You want me to pay th that much money? And yet there's all these homeless encampments nearby. What gives? Why would I do that? But once a tax is implemented, does it ever go away? No. LA is stuck with this. So people are going to go, you know, just outside LA. They're, they're going to go elsewhere to do their thing. And this is going to be just kind of one more thing that California, all right, <laughs> you know, is going to push people away because people with money are smart. Do you remember at the beginning of the pandemic? When uh, Joe Rogan being probably one of the more famous examples, and he's like, all right, I need to get away from this state income tax. I need to get away from all of this silliness in California. And so he took his podcast and he booked it to Austin, Texas. You're going to see more and more of that. And you're, you're seeing that in the numbers already, the ongoing the ongoing numbers. The mansion taxes slammed the brakes on both commercial and residential deals in the city of Los Angeles. Fewer than a half dozen commercial properties sold for more than $5 million in the city of Los Angeles since the tax took effect April 1st. This contrasts with the more than $1 billion in commercial sales completed between March 26th through the 31st. <laughs> you got a billion, you got a thousand million dollars worth of sales between March 26th and 31st. All right, guys, this closing date is hard. You are not getting an extension past March 31st. No, no extensions. We've got to do this. We, we got to close this because I am not paying this tax, this, this mansion tax on the other end. You guys either close or I sue your asses. How much do you think of that went on? A bunch.
yeah, we're, we're, we'll be closing. We're going to be closing, right? Mr. Buyer, Mrs. Buyer saying in real estate, buyers are liars. That's pretty true. Sellers are liars too, though. Everybody just lies. Oh, there's a lot of money involved. Let's lie and see if we can get away with it. That's pretty standard. Not, not everybody lies, but, um, buyers are liars. It, it's, it's true. So you have virtually no sales. Things have just, you know, dropped off the face of the cliff, just boom. And why wouldn't they? Now, people want to say, well, the upper end real estate market isn't impacted by interest rates because oftentimes people pay cash. That is true, but that's on the buy end. So you're going to have even fewer people put properties in the market or possibly take them off the market because the market has slowed down. The market has slowed down significantly in California, in Los Angeles. San Francisco has had the biggest slowdown. Seattle has had the second biggest slowdown as far as percentage of their luxury properties. And that's because they were so bumped up high to begin with. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, that's dropped 30%, but it was outrageously overpriced to begin with. So, ah, it just doesn't make that much of a difference to me. This mansion tax, you might say, well, you know, it's only really affecting the rich people. Rich people own businesses. Rich people provide jobs. Rich people pay a huge portion of the tax base. And so now you're going to push them out just a little bit more. All right. We'll see what happens. I'm game. I don't live in LA. I don't have property in LA. Somebody else does. All right. Let me know, you know, the impact that that's going to happen. I know we've got folks on that, that follow news for reasonable people that this situation is happening to right now. I would love to hear from you, like what you're thinking. Okay. So it's going to be a push to get my property sold. I'm going to have to include that huge tax and my net proceeds to seller. Do I still keep the property in the market? Do I take it off and see what happens? See if the market goes up enough to cover this ridiculous tax. I know a bunch of you have got that scenario going. Let me know in the comments. I'll be covering this topic for a while because that these are, these are some huge numbers as far as implementing this to cover homelessness, which the city, which California has already spent $17 billion on. I mean, incredible amounts of money. And California has what? Third of all the homelessness in the United States. Some, some numbers like that. Um, or maybe it's LA has a third of all the homelessness in California. It's staggering numbers of homeless folks. They just keep getting bigger. Oh, what if we wouldn't have spent all that money? Yeah. What if? All right. <laughs> That's it for me. I will be keeping an eye on this. If you see an article, Send it to me. The link's in the uh, description below. Otherwise, you can go on our Reasonable Plus Discord channel and uh, throw a throw a uh, storyline up there. There's, uh, there's one for podcasts. There's also a bunch of other stuff. That's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here. I will catch up soon. Bye for now.